Can I start out by being super duper honest with you? I'm recording this episode all about healthy boundaries and relationships, but I'm by no means a boundaries expert. There, I said it. But I'll also tell you that I am a lot better at setting boundaries today than I was a few years ago. I mean, a lot. In fact, just a few years ago, I cared so much about what people thought of me and tried so hard to stay on everyone's good side that I carried more than my fair share of resentment inside. It wasn't until I heard myself complaining about the same situations with the same people over and over again to my poor husband and sister and mom and anyone who would listen that I finally realized something had to give. Eventually, the negativity got to be too much for me and my husband and everybody else. I decided to change what I can change, which, as it turns out, isn't actually anything other people, but just me. Just me. I hope you find inspiration and action in equal parts in this episode to take charge of you, to shed your people-pleasing ways, and start setting boundaries like it's your job, because, spoiler alert, it is. So let's get started. Most people know boundaries belong in relationships. In fact, I would even posit that they go together like milk and cookies. Essentially, you can't have one without the other. Well, you can, but it's a really, really bad idea. However, if this is true, then why are there so many people who are averse to setting boundaries in their relationships? I have surveyed many of you time and again, and I hear variations on the same basic answer. I'm afraid of offending people. I don't want to hurt another person's feelings. I'm worried about coming off as mean. I fear people might get upset and won't want to talk to me anymore. The fact is, we are so worried about what other people think of us that we avoid setting boundaries or being assertive in relationships altogether. And the worst part is, once you allow other people to repeatedly behave in unacceptable ways towards you, they come to know that you won't stand up for yourself, and the cycle is bound to continue. But not anymore, my friends. Let's explore some ways to break this cycle for good. First of all, remember... Remember that scene from Aladdin where the genie tells him to be a straight shooter with Princess Jasmine? That big blue dude knew what was up because even if the truth hurts, it's better than walking around believing something that is completely false. When it comes to boundaries, we have to acknowledge that although there are certain people, places, and things that have made it difficult for us to set boundaries in the past, if we ever want things to change, we have to acknowledge our part in the relationship dynamic. Most people who struggle with boundary setting tend to blame the other person or the situation rather than asking how they are contributing to the unhealth that is taking place. This was the first thing I had to own on my own boundary setting journey, and it was powerful when I finally realized that I'm not a helpless victim at the mercy of other people's moods and behaviors. I may not be able to control other people, but I can always control me, and you can always control you. Once you recognize this and really start to live it out, I promise you, your relationships will change. But a word of caution as we proceed, this will not be easy for most of us people pleasers. But can we do hard things? Heck yes, we can. So let's go ahead and get this party started, my friends. All right. Now, if you struggle with people pleasing, you are obviously not alone. Once you recognize this trait in yourself, it's important to implement self-care that specifically pushes and challenges you to take care of you and fill your own cup before you rush to meet the needs of others. Failing to do so will result in a steady stream of resentment and bitterness. So 
you can use the worksheet in issue eight of my self-care bestie, which is available in my Etsy shop, or you can always do these exercises on your own on a piece of paper, but take a page and choose several self-care action steps that will specifically be implemented by you within the next week or month. Some of them may feel uncomfortable at first, and that's okay. We have to change and challenge ourselves in order for change to happen. Ready, set, boundaries, go. All right, so here's some ideas I have for you. This month or this week, challenge yourself to do several of these. Read a book that I recommend in the eighth issue of my self-care bestie. There's always book recommendations in every single issue. These ones have particularly to do with people-pleasing and boundary setting. Block off one hour of uninterrupted me time. Practice saying no. Practice not saying should, even in your mind. Find a way to say no that you're comfortable with. Spend a whole day by yourself. Put your phone away for the day. Message me to share how you're doing with your boundaries. You can do that on Instagram. I'm at self underscore care underscore bestie. On Instagram, um, on Facebook, I'm self care bestie. Or you can email me always at C. B-E-A-R-S-E, counseling, all one word, at gmail.com. I love hearing from you guys. All right, moving right along. Let's talk about some nice ways to say no. Here are some nice ways to say no when you know full well you can't do the thing joyfully or without a ton of stress and resentment. Okay, I wish I could, but things are way too crazy for me right now. I can't commit to that right now, but I'll let you know if anything changes. No. Believe it or not, it's a full sentence and you're not a jerk for just leaving it at that. I'm already overcommitted at the moment, but keep me in mind for next time. Let me think about it and get back to you. You might end up saying yes, but at least you'll be really thinking about it first. So there are probably a lot of reasons why many of us grow up believing that setting a boundary makes us a bad person not having the freedom as a child to express your wants and needs, having parents who did not model boundary setting, having partners or friends who invalidate us, just to name a few. Whatever your personal reasons may be, you need to hear the following loud and clear. Setting boundaries makes your relationships better. Setting boundaries makes you healthier. Setting boundaries models health for others. Setting boundaries is necessary for any committed relationship. Setting boundaries helps you explore who you are. Setting boundaries gives you your power back. Setting boundaries is recommended by every therapist ever. Setting boundaries may cost you, but not setting them will cost you more. All right, so at the risk of making way too many Disney references in this episode, but I mean, is there even such a thing? I'm taking Jiminy Cricket's famous words and making them my own. First things first, resentment, noun, bitter indignation at being treated unfairly. So I'm saying you don't need to let your conscience be your guide. You need to let resentment be your guide. If you're feeling like you've been treated unfairly, usually repeatedly, and sense yourself beginning to feel bitter or indignant, that is like a blaring siren telling you that it's time for a boundary. Think about a person or people who you complain about most, whether to others or just in your own mind. Are you harboring resentment because they ask too much of you, treat you unkindly, or try to manipulate or control you? If so, it's time for a boundary. Now, one last word about resentment. 
our feelings aren't always reliable truth tellers. So if you're feeling resentful, it's helpful to check in with a therapist or trusted friend to make sure your expectations are realistic and that you aren't inadvertently engaging in codependent thought patterns. That would not be good. All right. I want to give you 10 ways to practice setting boundaries. Ready? Here we go. Number one, role play a difficult conversation with a therapist or friend before you have it. Number two, write out what you want to say before you have to say it. Three, make a list of three behaviors you are no longer willing to tolerate. Four, decide on a natural consequence you will impose if someone oversteps your boundary. Five, ask yourself, what will this cost me before saying yes to something new? Six, remind yourself that you are in charge of how people treat you. Seven, decide what you need and practice asking for it in the mirror. Eight, check in with yourself regularly around whether or not you feel guilty about saying no or setting a boundary. Explore why with a therapist or friend if so. Nine, write this down three times. I have permission to say no. Ten, Journal about three things you are no longer comfortable doing and all the reasons why. Okay, another less frequently discussed boundary-related topic is how to handle it when people set boundaries with us. For most people, especially the people-pleasers, this may not be an issue. However, we would be remiss to do a whole episode on boundaries and not discuss this at all. If you find it difficult to deal when people can't or won't live up to your expectations, it's important to check in with yourself and someone else to make sure your expectations were reasonable in the first place. While it may be tempting to discuss this with someone who you know will certainly agree with you, it's much better to seek out a neutral party. Again, something therapists rock at. If you guys need help with this, you are welcome to contact me at any time. All right, so just as we are wrapping up this episode, I have a few more little words for you. Sweet friends, boundaries are difficult. So, so difficult. But the biggest lesson I've learned as a recovering people pleaser, that someone can be as unreasonable as they want, and 99.9% of people can agree with me that they're being unreasonable, but at the end of the day, that doesn't matter at all. On the contrary, what matters is what I'm willing to do about it. Am I willing to have a difficult conversation with someone who's treating me poorly? Am I willing to walk away from a relationship that's toxic to my well-being? Am I willing to talk to a therapist or trusted friend to make a plan for how to proceed when I'm feeling stuck in a certain relationship? Also, I am not willing to tolerate people treating me poorly. I am not willing to tolerate people disrespecting boundaries I set, and I am not willing to lose sleep over people's treatment of me. So I challenge you to take a moment and write down one thing that you're willing to do and not do regarding boundaries. And I also want to take this time to tell you that I'm so proud of you. You are well on your way to healthier relationships and therefore a healthier you. And I invite you to share your boundary struggles in our private Facebook group, My Self-Care Bestie Subscribers, or in the unpaid group, Self-Care Besties on Facebook. I look forward to supporting you and I hope we can support each other on this difficult but oh so rewarding journey. Thanks for tuning in. I'll talk to you guys next time.